You can answer. <laughs> We're here. Good to hear you, Naftali. Good to be here. At least, I can hear your, at least I can hear your voice. I can't see you, but I guess I can hear your voice. Okay, I see Shimmy's here, Shlomo's here, Yaakov's here. Ah, Rip Fivel's here. Fivel Kine. Good to see you, Shlomo. Good to see you, Fivel. Hey. Everyone's hanging in there? We're hanging in there. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. Hanging in there. Okay, so let's uh, let's pick up where we left. Um, everyone saw the Marmakomos. I don't know if you could put on the them back on the this the the latest email, but they should be on the old one if you if you don't have them. Yaakov said, "Give me a second. He's going to, to post them here." Okay, so let's recap where we where we left off from. Um, so the the Chamsayfer was was asked about this option of corn matzahs because people couldn't afford regular matzahs. They couldn't afford wheat. And that's all they had. All they had was corn. And the question was, is corn is normally kidneyous. Is there an eighth of, of uh, making matzahs out of it? You know, edible matzahs that they'd be allowed to eat. So the question began was, is, is corn um, one of the chamishas being a dog? What is corn? He didn't know what corn was. Uh, that we, we take it for granted corn is kidneys because that's what we're used to. Um, but again, they call it Turkish bites, just Turkish wheat. And that name supposed that this is actually wheat. Um, the raya that they brought from the, the rayas that the Khansaifer had in multiple, multiple Gemaras, he deflected that. He didn't like any of the rayas. At the end of the day, the Khansaifer just said that um, we can't prove that it's for sure we can't, there's no raya that it's wheat. But maybe now what we're up to is maybe it's actually still one of the Hamish's meaning dogan. Maybe there's an addition to the addition to it. Maybe it's one of the other categories or a sixth category. Let's see what he does with it. So we're on page two here in the in the booklet. Um come on the right hand side. The only thing we have a proof is is that uh, that it's not wheat. It's not that just because people in the out in the outside world called it vites, which is wheat. It's, we have a proof that it's not that. The fact that it's not one of the chameshes meaning dogon, we don't have a And if it is chameshes meaning dogon, it's going to be alacha. You can make mats out of it. It'd be kosher for the night of night of Pesach. So now he says like this. Even though the the profile of of corn doesn't necessarily fit with grain, it's more similar to kidneys. You call makim after haya. It's still possible sheyem min daga. Maybe it is daga. Sharei Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri svirle orez min daga. Who Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, who we don't pass in like, but he says. That rice is in one of the chameshes min. It's not ten. It will be a sixth min dagan. Not one chameshes min dagan. There's there's no in the Torah that it says there are only five. There's no number. It's just whatever dagan is. So we are accustomed to only associating with five. If a sixth one would appear on the market, we'd have to deal with it. You can make a mats out of it. Um, so says the Chassam Soifer, the Rabbi Yechonim and Nuri. We don't pass it like him, but he held that rice is one of, is one of, is a dagan. It's a sixth dagan, and you can make mats out of it. And if you have it in your house, and it and it becomes comes in contact with water, it's actually chametz. He said. Um, he says, "Sharei Rabbi Yechonah ben Nuri, severely orez min dagan who v'chayavin al chimutzi kares v'harbi min arishayim severely de orez." And there are many rishonim who maintain that orez hainu mashak kairin hers or hers v'zayin according to many poskim. Now, we always loosely translate orez as rice. That's what it is in modern Hebrew. But in the Paiskim, Paiskim, we're really unsure about this. Don't Please remind me to tell Rani, I know he's very excited about the last chuva, about uh, Yom Tavjani, that the Balatanya held one day. I have to tell him, the Balatanya holds that you can't eat rice unless you're eating with bread. Because he holds, like the Paz, that rice, we have no clue what it is. It's a Machlikas Rashi Paisis. And uh, is is right is orez is orez hirsch 
and Hirsch is millet, and dochen maybe is rice, what we know as rice, or is it the reverse? Machlik is Rashi and Taisis in Brachis. Um, and therefore the Paisim say, just because we don't know the Bracha, one's Mizonos and one's, one's Hadam. So you want to avoid, or I should say, one's Mizonos, one's Chakla, if you turn into bread. Um, so you want to avoid that. So if Tarani, if he wants to take the Balatanya all the way home with him, he's got to, can't eat rice, can't eat rice, uh, can't have sushi, just make a Mizonos on it. Okay. But, um, someone will pass along the message. So the says Chsam Seifer, well, if Orez, according to many Rishai, according to many Paiskim, it's Hirsch, it's Millet, Ein Mogan Avram, some Reish Chesav contest. The Hirsch, Segal Gal and and Millet is even more round. It's even more oval like than, than uh, corn. Afilu Hachi, Sfirli Lerbyechin Menuri, Mindagan. Even though it doesn't look like one of the cereal grains, but hey, Rabbechim and Nuri feels that it should still be considered a dagan. Even though nobody really cares about Rabbechim and Nuri, what I've proven to you, says Achsam Seifer, from a shita that we don't pass on like, this is why you always have to learn, learn know, the, know the shita so we don't pass on like, because many times, there they will shed light on the on, on halach. So since Rabbi Yechem Nuri is willing to classify Orez as a min dagan, even though it doesn't look like it at all, so then says this comes over, let's take a step back and say, wait, maybe corn is also min dagan. Who told us it's not? So he he he's left with the suffix, but look what he says. Even at the end of the day, Mikal Makaim Dailan Shahotzianuhu Mikshashita. We've already proven that it can't be wheat. The low nasal buster shma, we're not going to consider the fact that it's called vites, wheat. It's at this juncture where we have no other choice but to rely on the tradition that we have. He writes that that corn is kidneys. You can, we, we're not gonna we're not gonna veer from their psak. So basically, he's saying, I can't prove it to you. I'm stuck. I can't prove it to you that it's not dugan. Maybe it is dugan. We're gonna rely on the placement that we have. Now, there's a R over here that he quotes the Maram Leblin. If you look in that shuvah, the Maram Leblin, he's not talking about corn. He's actually talking about something called tatarki. Now, I happen to be learning Hilchas Brachas in Yeshiva, and therefore I'm familiar with tatarki is. Tatarki is what we call buckwheat. Buckwheat is not corn. Um, so what's this Chamsayv doing? How does he bring a raya from the Maram Lublin? So I saw in the Lakute Ha'aris, there's a fast, there's a Gavaldika Sefer. You know, in Eretz Yisrael, you'll have these uh, hidden Talmud Chachavim who you'll never hear about until you actually, uh, you know, uh, look up their svarim. There was a Amachach named Yitzchak of Goldstein who sat, he committed his life to writing, collecting Ha'aras on Shuvah's Chacham Seifer. He has volumes and volumes on every Shuvah, in every, in, on, on every Shuvah's Chacham Seifer. That he found, this was before Yitzchak, and he found that someone who wrote about to the slip had this Ha'ar in the Chacham Seifer. Why is that the Chacham Seifer include the Maram Leblin? Maram Leblin is talking about Tataki, and Tataki is Bakwi. How could he do that? Um, now, the Lukute Ha'ara makes the Ha'ara that if you look in the Chsam Seifer um, that I printed here at the end of this booklet, on page, uh, page 8, you'll see that he's there, he's dealing with what bracha do you make on cornbread. Um, and he's unsure, maybe it's Mizonos. Um, he, he goes through a similar discussion that we have. This is one of the things we'll reference from this tshuva. He knows this tshuva, the Maram Leblit. He knows it, and, and he says clearly here, it's on the on the right on the bottom right side, on page eight, halfway through the paragraph, he says, "Suffix uh, Shatitaki min is a type of ores. Um, and he's and he, and this should be signed on corn, right? And he says, and Tadaki is Ores, who hide in with his buckwheat, yeah, min Ores, Kolchkin, Kavachem, Turkish of Ites, 
from one naturalist, one botanist, um, that uh, corn has a has stronger uh, abilities to cause a fermentation of chimuts. Um So basically, he knows clearly this chuvas maram leblin, and he even references this pre our chuva in this chuva in Simenun. And so, what's going on? He, he knew it. He knew that tataki is not Turkish of heights. He knew it's not corn. So the Kutiaris just says, Tarachians, like the Chassam Sabah kind of just threw it in here, that there are other types of kidneys, um, like buckwheat, and therefore corn is also another type of kidneys. I don't know why he doesn't say Tarachian. He just says, oh yeah, it's fine. He threw it in. Because it's not. It's not. He's not talking about corn. He's talking about buckwheat. Um, but you do have the Chokyakov that you're on the Primadadim. And that's how much the Rupaskins that corn is is Lamaisa kidneys. Um, okay, so at this point, you can't make matzah out of it to be Yosi the Mitzvah if it's not Dagan. And it's kidneys. So the, what, what are your options here? So now he's just going to tell us a little bit about kidneys. What would happen if you found, found corn in your house on, uh, or it falls into your food? He says, Lachain ain't stuffic. Continues to cipher by us here on page two. Therefore, I have no doubt. It's like funny. In Suffolk, like once I have this Kabbalah from the Prima God of Al-Yirabba, the Chokakov, it's not in Suffolk. It's like it's not even a Suffolk. You see the Chassam Seifer's Emuna and Chachamim. Like he is one of the G'dayli G'dayli Hadar. You know, and he has a Suffolk. He doesn't really know what corn is. He could say, you know what? If it falls into my pot, maybe it's Suffolk Hamid. It's dog it, maybe maybe Suffolk is a karis. Maybe it is. Didn't have it. Pain suffix is something. I have no doubt. Like unbelievable. This ain't suffix shim not full of tapsal to pass like a piece of corn uh, or corn flour or whatever derivative of corn falls into your into your pot on Pesach. Loba shishim. You don't even need you don't even need 60 times the amount to be mabatal the corn. Visagi Beruba Kumashakosov Achrimanal. We mentioned this last week that the Chokakov says that uh, the Ramah says that it's that you don't need shisha, but you, at least you need rope, otherwise, you're eating the actual item. Fine. Now we could skip the next few lines because it's kind of um, tangential. It's not so no gay over here, and it's a little technical, you know, reading of the Rambam. So skip down um, eight lines. He says, Umina. So now Nilwin Kavachim. Okay, in God we can make a kavachayim. In God you have a saying, the asru kitnius b'mina the lomachalfa klal b'tar b'tsuras mina daga. If our ancestors they forbade kitnius, which doesn't really look like wheat at all. There's certain kitnius that don't have any resemblance, like rice. Rice is very different. I mean, maybe rice flour, but um, there are other forms of kitnius that don't look like that don't look like chikun. Uh, it doesn't look like Dagon. Certainly, you should not make a distinction between, you should, you should, you should assert corn flour. It looks exactly the same. So I took, a, I, I found a picture here of corn flour. Hold on one second, let me bring it up here. Where's Yaakov Berkowitz when we need him? Right, huh? Where'd it go? Did I? I think I may have accidentally. Uh... I, I know corn flour. My father uses it for bait. For what? He uses it for fish, for bait for fish. Ah, uh-huh. yeah, I have it over here. Here, look at this. There's also corn. There's two things. There's cornmeal and corn flour. Let me share the screen now. Okay, so on your right, on your right is the is the grainy stuff that's corn flour, and on your uh, that's corn meal, and on your left is corn flour. Looks a little a little more clumpier than regular flour, but it definitely they say it's a little yellower, but it's it's very it's the same consistency, and you can do the same stuff with it. That's the that's the that's the difference. But uh, it's, it looks very similar. 
very, very similar to regular flour. So it says a Chsam Seifer, so it's a Kal that if the Asr Tingus, which doesn't even look like regular flour, certainly corn flour, which looks like wheat flour, they're going to Asr. So he says, should say, If we're going to allow one to make matzah out of Turkey, Turkish wheat, this corn, so the Nasal will put him, You got to follow all the rules of matzah. For example, you have to use water which was left overnight um, outside of the well. Um, that's number one. Uh, he says, umayim karm, you have to use cold water, because if you use warm water, that's chashash chimut. Ubuli melach, you're not going to have any salt. That agent may also uh, hasten the, 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 the chimut process. Ubemakam haroi lafiyas matzah mamish. You got to do it in an area, in a zoned off room where there's no chimutz. You got to make sure that it has all the conditions of matzah. Ubechol oifin tikuneha. So he's saying, I would allow you to make, use this to make matzah, because again, kidneys can't be worse than wheat. So if we're allowed to make matzah out of wheat, which can call chametz, so you can make matzah out of kidneys. So but if you're going to do it, so since we have to do it in the right seder, because otherwise people are going to get mixed up with this flour, they're going to look, this guy's making these uh, these cakes out of corn flour. Hey, you allowed to do that? It, uh, you know, it looks, looks like wheat. No, maybe you can have wheat on, on Pesach. Meaning the chash of kidneys. So he says you got to make sure that this it's clear as day that that, that you're only making matzah. No, and, and if anyone gets confused, let them get confused with matzah. Not the, not the end of the world. Okay, so now he says so I'm ready. I'm ready to allow you this community, the Rabbi Frankel's community, to make matzah out of corn flour. However, it says that some say brachidosh. Nearly, tov lasos geder mechadash. By the way, before before we go into this new thing here. I just wanted to show you, I told you, and you see from that, that the other Chubislam cipher, that buckwheat is not corn, right? He compared, he said, if the Maram Lublin said that on buckwheat, you're allowed to, um, the buckwheat can cause chimits, and certainly, uh, certainly corn will cause chimits, it's more, it's more yeasty. So says the, says the Chubislam cipher, um, that, 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 that's the kosher king. Now, I just want to point out that we're going to get back to the tshuva of the Arach Lanair. Arach Lanair is on page five, the beginning of the tshuva in the Binyan Siyan, and he's talking about someone wanted to know, I think he was a baker, um, he basically, he, he, he had lots of matzahs, and he already made a lot of matzahs, and uh, he realized that some of the corn flour got mixed into the regular wheat flour. And the question is, what should he do with these matzahs? He sold some already, you know, it's a whole matzah business, and what's he going to tell his clients? that Oh, guys, you know, Sad news, but all your matzahs, like, what's he supposed to do? So if you look at the beginning of this tshuva on page five, you'll see, look what he says here. He says, uh, Turkish This species, which is called Turkish wheat, the who says the Archlaner, the who mashed corn belosh and Ashkenaz, Turkish of Vitzim or Velas corn. See that? He's understanding Tatarki is corn. I told you, I'm it's also clear in the, in the Prima God of Alsan Hilchas Brachis that corn and Tatarki are two different things. So, um, this is a Tarki on this Binyan Sian. It's, it's not the same thing. Yeah, that's I, I, I had forgotten that earlier. But you see that from that Binyan scene as well, that he holds that corn is kidneys. And that's how we pass it. Okay, so now the Chsam Seifer, to conclude this truth, the Chsam Seifer says, so what are we going to do? He says, I want you guys, though, to make a, uh, a special, a special uh, um, a restriction when making these corn matzahs. He says, Venerally, tov lasos geder mechadash. We need to make a new found gather a uh, a limitation shaloyavolita slasis mehamata shall mitzvos velotis bechevasa so he says what's gonna happen is if I allow you to make corn matzahs and this this whole city is gonna be excited look they have matzahs they have matzahs they have matzahs they're gonna get down this little little seder they're gonna pull out their matzahs and make Allah matzah 
But you can't. It's not dug on. You can't make a chilas matzah on this. How can you make a bracha chilas matzah? So says the Chassam Seifer, in order to avoid that issue, we have to make a gather. And he says, rikikin klal ki'im avim. He's now you're going to have thick, what, what, what the Ashkenazim have been waiting forever. Says the Seifer, go for it. Have your thick matzahs. But because us Ashkenazim never eat thick matzahs, no one's ever going to confuse that with a regular matzah. You're going to know it's, it's unique, it's corn, it's, it's, it's different. And therefore, says some flavor, that's the, this is the Eitzah. He I've says, I've actually had corn tortillas, and they are the most disgusting things ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw actually corn tortillas are not made out of regular corn flour. It's something called, it's a funny name in, the, in Mexico, they call them. Uh, I think it's on that website that I was just looking at here. That's where I saw it. It's called, I'll tell you. Hominy. Yeah, thank you. How do you pronounce that again? H-O-M-I-N-Y. I don't know how to pronounce it. Because it's basically it's alkali. They they take corn and they mix it with lye. Yeah, that's what they said. They said um, lime water. It's called, right. no, here they say it's called Masa Harina. Masa Harina has a fine, smooth texture and is made from finely ground corn kernels that have been soaked in lime water or calcium hydroxide. Well, if we made that taste even more like matzah, it could only get worse. <laughs> Some, yeah. Right, so my father didn't use it like that. My father just took corn flour, mixed it with water, and then he cooked it, and he made little balls out of them. And those little balls, he put it on the fish hook. That's how he caught fish. Okay. I don't know what where he got the recipe like. from. Okay. All right, so, uh, let's at least make these thick ones. Thick corn matzahs. Kamai should kind of ride matzahs. Some Yiddish word of thick matzahs. Venarviach od. We'll, 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 this will gain from this. He says there are people making thick, thick matzahs like out of wheat. And that's, there's a very big uh, potential isser involved. Because they're so thick, they're not, uh, they're not baked so well. And the next two, by the way, on the next side of this page, that's where there's a community who actually wanted to be matar kidneys. And uh, some services, Mater Kidneys. How could it be Mater Kidneys? This is an age old custom. Who do you think you are? So, some services, maybe the only reason you would do that is because people are making these ripe matzahs, these very thick matzahs, and that could be that's leading to a much bigger mixture because they're not baking them well enough. Again, back then it wasn't as uh, commercialized as we have it today. People would bake their own matzahs. And if they're not careful in the process, they may come to be Nixel Chametz Bummer. So maybe for that reason, your community decided to, 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 to allow kidneys. Says, well, otherwise, you can't, you can't allow kidneys. That's what it, but, but that's these ripe matzahs. Um, and you look what he says here. He says, Ashkenaz. In most Ashkenazi communities, they've made decrees not to make thick matzos. It's funny. Um, I have the Nitziv Haggadah, if you have Imre Shefer, and, uh, um, the newer one, they have there at the beginning different uh, testimonies from students who would eat by a Suda. And he said in Volazhin, so you can yeah, you have a choice. The Bachem were invited either to, to the Rosh Hashiva's uh, Seder. So you either went to the Nitziv Seder, and they talk about his Seder. It was like a whole production. Um, or you went to the Beis HaLevi, and uh, nobody went to the Beis HaLevi. Everyone went to Nitziv. Why? So one of the students said, because the Beis HaLevi burnt his matzahs through and through. They were so black, they're almost inedible, right? Because he's so chamer, right? The briskers are so, you know, worried about chametz. I mean, we're all, we're all worried about chametz. But he was so, he was so taken um, by, by, by this chashash, this rive matzah chashash, that he, he like, he thinned them out and he come out and burnt them. So everyone went to the Tziv Seder because it was uh, better matzah. Um, but this was an issue. This was an issue. They made a chayyim on tikmatzis. So says the Chassam Seifer. So now, if we do that, um, well, we have so to that's to some, we're not going to be able to keep the dog. 
Yeah. We're gonna have to, we have to, we have to. Usher? Yeah. So if it's total hazard. Hey, Moshe, are you muted? You're... Now he is. Okay. V'tov lahat the ride matzos mikemach kitnis she'ena bali deichimus. So now he says, what's what's the benefit over here? So now we're gonna have matzos from kemach kitnis and they're thick that can't come deichimus because kitnis can't become chametz. He says umatzos avim ha'elu lo yischalfu la'olim b'matzos shal mitzvah she'ena masim alerikim bakim. When you make them thick. People will never, um, because they made this cherim on, on 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 regular matzos. So now the thick matzos, you're never gonna you're never gonna come to to to, to confuse the two because everybody knows that you can't have thick matzos. No one's ever gonna think that. So it's not just a difference; it's a difference. That's what he's saying. You want you want to make a difference between the two, but it's a difference that it's gonna compel people to realize that this is not wheat. Because whoa, how could you do that? You know, if let's say he would say fold the matzo. You know, is it that different than regular matzo? Okay, this one's folded, this is unfolded. He says, no. Do something that everybody knows is not real matzo. Make it thick. He says, that's the Odenarviyach was that. Make it thick because everybody who's going to say, like, what in the world are you eating? Of course, that's not wheat. You don't do that. So that's the, that's the creativity of the Chassam Sefer here in uh, ensuring that no one comes to confuse the two. Um, he says, fine. Now, here's a very interesting line. We spent some time on this. He says, However, regardless of this, You should still try to make matzos out of chitim. So I'm not sure what he did, with why he threw this line in here. Before we analyze what the actual, what he's saying, his riot, what, what he's doing, he's basically saying, Ubalavachi. Ubalavachi. You want to tell me, like, Agav, you know, on a side note, I want you guys to know that you should try to make, I mean, he's talking to the community who can't afford wheat. What he's saying here, because you have to have bread every day of Yom Tif. Again, you're not going to make hamoitzi on these corn matzahs. That's clear. You're not going to make hamoitzi. What bracha would you make on the corn matzahs? Shahakal. That's what you do. Namazonis. Even though that tshuva, um, which is, again, we, we could look at it at some point, where he's discussing what bracha to make on, on corn bread, that would that's why I put that it would pertain to making what bracha you'd make on the matzahs. He's actually not uh, convinced that it's shahakal. He says it might be mizonos. It might be similar to rice. Um, but before we get into that, what's this ubalavachi? Does anybody anybody want have? I want to put in their two cents on this. I don't know. I don't know why he put it. I don't, again, there's nothing wrong with what he's saying. Yeah, we have to discuss what he's saying. Just don't know what he's doing. I mean, he's talking to a community who can't afford them. Okay, but what's he saying? He's saying you have to have uh, matzos made out of kemachitim because you need to eat bread every day of Yamdev. Is that true? Is everybody makhmed to eat bread every day of Cholomite? Wash, you, 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 uh, you wash and bench every day of Cholomite? I think only the guy holds that way. So the guy has a separate shita that on uh, that there's a special mitzvah of of cheshes yam teichel matzos. He holds that there's an, an additional chi of eating matzah, and he made an bracha of achilas matzah every day of of Pesach. But that's not where the Chum Seifer is coming from. The Chum Seifer says where he's coming from. He says the last three words: Mishum Simchas Yomtiv. It's coming from Simchas Yomtiv. Simchas Yomtiv would require one. To eat bread every single day. Now, is that the halacha? So here's let me I let me share with you the Mishnah Berurah. This is the Mishnah Berurah in Tafkuf Lamed, 
and right at the beginning of Hilchas Cholamayit. Now, just tell me something. Can you see my cursor? I don't know what you could see. Can you see my cursor? Yeah, we could. Okay. So right over here. Gam chayev lechabed chol hamayid b'maychul u'b'mishda. You're supposed to honor cholamayid with eating and drinking. Uksus nakia, clean clothes. Shaloi yinoig b'hen minichol. And this is always a reminder that it is not, this is more beyond. Now he says here, the Ma'aril, he wore his Shabbos frock. Now people stop here and they say, oh, you see, you're supposed to wear big day Shabbos. If you look in the Shard Sea, I'm just going to point this agav. Shard Sea, down here uh, where my cursor is. Um, You see here, The Magna Ram says that the minute was not to wear big day Shabbos. Maharil did it himself. Nevertheless, you should wear, you know, a little more additional to what you wear during the week. This Sharetzian, by the way, is where, where most of the Olam does not wear big day Shabbos and Cholamai. But nevertheless, the Mishnah Bruce is saying is that you should still wear, as much as Mughan you should still wear something special. Make a, make a difference in your, in your, in your garb on Cholamai than, uh, than other weekdays. Okay, but back to the Mishnah Bruce. So he says, on Cholamai, there's a mitzvah, Chayiv. See the Lashon? Chayiv lechabed Cholamai, b'maychol Mishnah Bruce Nakiya. And he says here, I am a Kaman Simon, Puff Kufchaf, as I should say, the mitzvah, the Samachta Bechagacha, the Gaimer, Koi Gamal Cholomite, the Samachta Bechagacha applies to Cholomite as well. Umevur Sham Ketan Nesamcha. Now, the Kosvu Achrainim, the Av de Muchach Vesimon Kuf Pecha Sif Zayin, the Eno Machuyev Lechel Pass, Dafka Bechalomite, Verakdos Lehis Anos. Even though the Achreinim have proven from Simon Kuf Beiches that you're not mechuyev to pass, what's the raya? Because in Arachayim Simon Kuf Beiches, that's where we're talking about uh, Yalav Yavo. The Mechaber there in Shulchan says that if you forget to say Yalav Yavo on Cholamai, you do not have to repeat benching. Oh, why don't you have to repeat benching? Citing a Rabbeinu Yeruchim says you don't have to repeat benching. Well, if I'm obligated to eat pass, we know then you're obligated to bench. But if I'm not obligated to eat past, then I'm not able, I'm not obligated to bench again. That's the klal, that's the yisod of those halachas. So they're, so they're, I'm on a proof from there that you see that a cholamite, you don't have to eat past. Not like this, some say, just read. Now the Mishnah Bruh, he's quoting Magan Avram here. Mishnah Bruh goes on to say, You should try, it's a mitzvah, it's a nice thing to do, to have bread. Once at night, once at day. So you see, there is a mitzvah to honor Cholamite. So if you're honoring Cholamite, you should honor it with um, Lechem. Now, the Chsam Seifer said here, Well, if it's because of Simchas Yantif, and the Mishnah Bruce said it is, V'samach B'chagecha, what, should, should should there be an obligation to eat pass or not? Now the the Mishnah of the Chum Sefer was Tzarech Matzah Shal Kemach. Now Tzarech, you, you need them. You, you anyways have to make Matzahs of Kemach. Well, is that a Tzarech of Chayiv? You have to, or it's a nice thing to do. Again, you're talking to community. You can't afford to eat them. What are you saying? You're telling them you have to do this. They don't have to do it. It's a nice thing. You don't have. You don't have. You're not Mechuyim. So to me, this was mashma that the Chassam Tevra held there's more of a chiv. So who would that be going like? You see here, there's no there's no obligation. So the truth is, even though the Beis Yosef doesn't bring it, it's, it's a kash of the Beis Yosef there in Kupeches. Why doesn't he bring the shita? But the rosh, the rosh in Meseches Brachis says clearly. It's in the seventh parak. I'll read it to you. He says Hilkoch nira l'Rabbeinu Yehuda. You're obligated to pass on Yom Tif because of Simcha. 
you have to divide Yom Tov half for you, half for Hashem. So you're chayiv. Now, what does he do with the Gemara, which they bring a raya from the Sukkah? It says, After the first day, it's optional. You're not obligated sitting in the Sukkah the rest of the days, but you are obligated in Simchas in, 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 uh, in Yom it's a lump that you think, right? You'll end up sitting on the sukkah because you have to eat bread. But this rush holds that you're chayyab to eat bread the entire time. And so where does it come from? So it says the man neyamtif, the ha damrinon ain simcha el of a basar. Where does this Rabbin Yuda, where does this rush get it that you have to eat pass all of a sudden? It says, where do you get, where do you, where do you see from that basar you have to eat bread? So it says the man neyamtif, um, when we say it means that oh by the way if you have a steak you're going to be happy when you're going to have your basar you have to have it's obviously time when you have bread with it it doesn't just mean that you know so anytime you're going to find the rabbi this, this changes a lot and I'll, I'll bring you right another zeker to this at least another to this um, but you, he's the man that you have to say that the rush got us from the fact that anytime it says you have to have simcha, now again, let's plug this all into some cipher. If it says, and said the Mishnah and everyone agrees, if that applies to Yom, if that applies to, um, to Cholomite as well. So if ain't simcha, so then according to this rush, it should follow, they should also have to have pass because whenever, you, whenever you're going to have that basar to accommodate to fulfill your. Um, quota of the samachta, wherever that will, wherever that's written, you have to have bread of it. That's what comes out. Now, this Mogan Avrav, who I'm telling you holds that you don't have to have pass. I'm wondering, after Dumar Ian, if this Mogan Avrav Lashitase and this man the Yamtiv, sometimes may disagree. Because if you look, um, the Mogan Avrav, uh, it's in Tafresh Tzadi Hein Hilchas Purim and Hilchasudas Purim, he writes there. That you're not obligated to eat pass on uh, on Purim by your Sudas Purim, you don't have to have pass. That's that's the Magen of Ramholz. The Yaivitz Rav Yaakov Emden vehemently disagrees with this with this um, this Magen Avram. He says, "How could you tell me you're not obligated to pass?" Well, the, the literal reading of the Rambam is that it says, you have Boston, you have Yain." We did it in that Chabura when we, we saw that Rambam um, a few a few weeks ago when we when we were discussing the Chiyav initial of Asumi. That Rambam just says that you're only obligated to eat matzah. Excuse me, you're only obligated to eat wine together with meat on 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 Purim. He didn't say anything about pas. Um, but the but I don't remember if I spoke this on the Chiyav. But the Rav Yaakov Emden says Magen Avram, if you're obligated in Basar, then you have to have bread. How could you, where do you ever find Sa'udah without bread? Bread is the starting point. You want to tell me you're obligated in wine? That's after you have the starting point of bread. Of course you can't have a suda. It's a zilkare be'ravu. This is like, this is so pashat. Of course we're talking about where there's initially bread and then you're adding on to that wine and wine and meat. But uh, there's no such thing as a Sa'udah without bread. That's uh, that's the sheet of the Ivet. And then again, the Bhagavan Ram disagrees. I'm wondering that Yaivit sounds exactly like this man Yomtif on the rush. And if it says Vasamachda and you're obligated in a basar, so then you in a you're also obligated in pass. And therefore that's what the Yaivit's held by Hilchas Purim. And that's me with the Khsam Cipher holds this sheet of the Khsam Cipher here in this chuba right here, you're getting in these two lines. So he holds you have to have pass every single day of Chal Hamai. Um again, Mr. Bru doesn't pass it. He didn't, he didn't, I don't know if he saw this chuba, I don't know what, what he what he did with this line. But to me, that's what I took out of this Chassam Seifer. So I guess if you're a Chassam Seifer article, you're a Makam Shittas Chassam Seifer. This, this to me seems like Shittas Chassam Seifer. You have to have pass every day. You do have a rush. Uh, but again, we, the Mechaber, just, uh, yeah, the Mechaber, we don't pass it like this because the Mechaber says that if you forgot Yalav Yalav, you don't repeat benching. I, I, I would venture to say that if you this Chassam Seifer, you'd have to repeat benching. I'm not sure if he's going to argue with the Mechaber Lalach. Again, you could laugh after the tzarech over here. He's saying tzarech matzah shel kamach, but the language indicates, at least as a mashma to me, 
that uh, you have to do it. Sarach lechol. Sarach lechol b'chol yoyim pas. He didn't say that it's a mitzvah lechol. It's a sarach lechol. Sarach is like chayiv. You could disagree with that. that that's what's smashment to me, and that's why that, that, that's the shtukal tayr. Okay, so the chsam cipher is saying is that I'm, I'm going to allow you guys to make matzah out of corn, um, but it needs to be thick. Now he's going to make, he's going to add one more caveat. He says, ach tzarech um, That's like a euphemism, like the Gemara says, tzarech lemaidai means lerebelezer uh, hamaidai. But modai means the piece, the last piece of information. Uh, the following piece of information. You have to know the following. You have to be careful. When you're making your corn matzahs, this is some cipher. If a little bit of wheat, a little bit of normal uh, grain flour falls into this mixture into your corn matzahs, you're going to have yourself a serious problem. Why? It's true. You know, as you're kneading it, you're going to be careful. Maybe as you're baking it in the oven, maybe that little bit of corn flour will act as a barrier in between the heat of the oven. Again, you're talking about 800 degree ovens. And maybe back in times, I'm sorry, they get 800 degrees. But that's what they do nowadays. And maybe it's even more. And and um, and you're going to tell me, and, and that barrier will not allow the wheat, the dough, the real dough, to uh, to, 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 be, to, to cook, to bake. Amazing thing. He's concerned that if I have one, you know, kernel amount of flour, you know, mixed into this, mixed into this dough, I'm going to have a problem of chametz. That that flour may never get baked completely. He says, um, he says, "There's what to what to discuss about this." Now we're gonna have this conversation. We're gonna have a conversation about this more, but let's first finish up the tshuva here. Something that we are uh, we're being innovators over here. Our, our ancestors never dealt with this. Say maybe there's no issue of, of, of my concern, but. We're doing something new. And whenever we, we're, we're trailblazers, we've got to be very careful. Therefore, when you grind the corn, be very careful. The millstone should be it should be clean from any flour, any residue. From, again, you're using this millstone for, for wheat. Clean it out. And even better, he says, You should grind it before you do the wheat. Now, I was wondering, why is that any better? Then the concern is when I get to my wheat matzahs, if I don't, maybe I won't clean it out well enough. And maybe there's going to be some corn there. And maybe the corn is going to be a barrier. So what's the raya? What's the, why, why is this any better? Maybe he feels that... Um, Maybe the Chsam Seifer feels that when there's lots of corn, that will act as a barrier, as opposed to having just a chash, be a little bit of corn residue, um, you know, the residual uh, stuff that's there in the, in the millstone, that's not going to be a barrier. It's not enough to act as a barrier um, to the chita. Maybe that's why he's not as concerned. Maybe. The gam b'shas lisha. So tchino, when you're grinding it, you have to be careful. It doesn't get any, uh, any wheat mixed in. The gam b'shas lisha. Also, when you're kneading it, va'afia and baking it, it's got to be absolutely clean, spotless. Once you have all those preparations done, then you can make your thick corn matzahs. He says, This is what my humble opinion 
is inclined to believe. Nevertheless, Please, I'm asking you to present this Shaila in front of other Rabboni Hagalil. If they agree, I'm on board. Um, and he's limpy, like it's a kishuri are big beams, limpy are like small shards. And you know, I can be added to the big beams, the big gadayla. You can add, you can add me to the list. That's what some cipher says. And he closes here, pay bays, that stands for Pressburg, Nagi Liam Gimel, Tezain Adder, of Puff Ein Vav, that's 1816, Moshe so that's the truth of the Chassam Soifer. He allowed the corn matzahs. He asked that they be thick. And he said that, uh, in addition, you should have matzah every day of wheat matzah to at least fulfill your, your quota of, uh, of Simchas Yantif. Um, and make sure these corn matzahs are thick and ensure that the process is done in a very clean fashion. Now, he, he's very concerned about this of, of mixing in chitim with the corn. So here's a very interesting tube of the Binyansia that we just mentioned before. Who wasn't so convinced with the Chassam Seifer about this Nakuda? Take a look, it's on page five. Um, he says like this, let's read the Shiloh. Al-Davar she'elas malas k'vayt terasei nishmasar yayir she'nis'arev kemach mitchinas turkish avaitzen bekemach chitim they mixed corn flour with wheat flour. The afum is a matzis harbe kimea vishishim center. I don't know what that what, what that what volume that is. Center. Cent, centener. I sound maybe it's a lot. A lot, a lot of matzis. The ata no lad suffic in yesh bezech shash chimats alpimasha kosov bishal such the slam taper are two that we just read. Maybe this person, the show, was concerned. Again, when's he writing this chuva? That's much later. That's in uh, 18, 1866. All right, this is uh, 50 years later. So this, this baker is concerned, this matzah maker is concerned about this. It wasn't big fast enough. It's going to come to Chimats. And now he lets you know, if you tell me this is Aser, I'm going to lose a lot of money on this. It's already been distributed. Is a serious question. Can we find a heter for these matzahs? We still have more matzahs to bake, and we have the flour sitting in front of us. Do we have to dump it, or can we continue baking matzahs with this flour? So he says, says the Binyan Zin, Aruch Lener, Shuva, Zevadai, the Min Zeshakurn, Turk Shavaitin, Ine Mechamesh Zaminu. We read this part. We'll just read it again here. He says, it's clear to me that uh, corn is not one of Hamesh's meaning dogs. Which we said is how he's equating the two. That corn is kidneys. Okay. If you have uh, this um, this wheat that's the wheat flour mixed in with um, the corn flour that is chashchimot, the dim is elamasha hevi amagan avram. The shame habeis yosef sheaser lolush isa imzroyim. Magan avram says, citing the citing of Yosef Karo, that you're not allowed to knead dough with seeds. So says the Chassam Seifer is, is comparing to that. Maybe this should be comparable, and you should not be allowed to bake this dough with the because it has corn flour and it's it's similar to seeds. So says the Binyan Sin Lefiani as Daiti Lonis Barer. It's not clear to me. The Avopi the Lefimada Mashma Midirah Malgan Avram Sham Afilim Zaronim Kisushim Aser Lalosh Sham. Right, 
also lalosh. Even though yes, it, it is implicit from the from the from the mogen avrab that even if the seeds are crushed, you cannot need you cannot bake um, matzah when with the with with these seeds in your in your dough. It says sham hatam, but there's there's a specific reason. Shemini zaronim afil ksushim im davar kasha. It's hard. Yeah, you can have crushed crushed seeds, but crushed seeds is not flour. It's not very fine. It could still affect the baking process. That's the argument of the of the Arachlaner. Um kemach. It's not flour. It's not gonna have an equally distributed baking. Um In the case of the Ram, I understand. You should be concerned the seeds are lying there in the dough. There, there I get it. There you actually might come to come to Chomet. However, if you if you literally ground these seeds, literally becomes flour. You can't even tell which one's the corn flour and which one's the regular flour anymore. Lama nechush, what you be concerned about? Shaloi nefa gamkin b'shavim kemach shal chameshus minim. You can tell me it's not baked equally. Uh, I don't know. I don't get it. And says the Archlera, I have a raya. The raya lezeh she'ain bezechshas. There's no concern. Mimaidit man. It's a mission in chala. The nifsak b'shal chanarach and simin tov nun gimel. The haose isa min achitim umin haores. If you make dough, again, if you're a Sephardi and you're eating rice, but again, this hasn't, Hilchas Chalat, even if you're an Ashkenazi, but for Pesach and Tafnan Gimel, that, that's where we're dealing with, um, uh, it's only going to be to uh, Sephardi. But if you bake a, or truth is, if you have rice and you have all the conditions of rice, it's, it's mutter even for an Ashkenazi. The Ose Isam and Achidim and Ores, if it sells a taste of Dagon, that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. You're Yotzei, you're Mitzvah. Asks the Aruchlaner, "V'halay ores gamkain ain't a min dagan. Rice is not dagan. The afal pikain lo choshesh in shaydei shal yadei afilu nasa chametz." There's no concern in Shulchan Aruch if if you're you're going to come to chametz. The Shulchan Aruch is just saying is that are you going to be Yotzei your matzah mitzvah on lel seder? If you have matzah that's made out of out of uh, out of rice flour and wheat flour, so the proportions may matter, but there's no concern, says the Binyan about chametz that the rice is going to act as a barrier in between your, you know, to 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 um, to block the heat from entering entering the the matzah. Doesn't say that. So uh, says the Aruch Lener, the ain loimer the shiny ores. You can't make the argument. Oh, well, rice is different. The rice, rice is dragged after the wheat. The wheat is, has this, uh, this fascinating ability that the Yerushalmi and others talk about, that it could um, cause the rice to start fermenting faster. It's like almost dogon-like. When rice comes in contact, the chemistry of rice and chitin is different than any other, uh, any other. Uh, makeup of two different grains or or kidneys where the rice once it comes in contact with the wheat it it, it ferments it becomes like the wheat because it's mitzchamit he says maybe only rice does that he says very nice i know that story he says but that's not related to our discussion or has similar taste you can't say that the relation in uh in 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 the uh the the physical makeup of rice to wheat is different than the relationship between the physical makeup of the corn to the wheat. It should be the same, the same thing. So therefore, if I see in Shochanach, there's no issue of chametz when I mix corn flour or uh, excuse me, rice flour with wheat flour. So then, who are then? There's no issue of mixing corn flour with wheat flour. That's the argument of the Binyan Zin. He's saying, I thought I don't hear this chamsayfer. Why is the chamsayfer so concerned? I'm enforced to shulchanarch by rice. And he says, why should it be different?
He says, Vafilu nomar, and even if we say the masnisen iri bedieved, im asa mechitin veores yachad lo aser. Even when I say the Mishnah is talking about Lagabe Pesach, at least that if you did it, it's fine. But you shouldn't do it. And now, again, so this baker, he's got flour. Um, he wants to know what to do with it. Even if you want to say that's Shan the Mishnah, but hey, at the end of the day, I have a Raya at least. At least with the Eved, all the matzahs that you distributed and you sold all across the country, they're fine. He says, The Mugan Avram's make over the Eved, even if you actually have the, still, uh, the fragments of Zrayim, of seeds there in the dough, even though that was a potential concern, but Mugan Avram's with the Eved, he's make So certainly in our case, you could be make Therefore, concludes the Arachlaner, the matzahs that are already baked, don't worry. You don't have to get, make a call curry to everyone, a recall on your matzahs. But the flour which has not yet been baked, so he says, you're telling me in your bakery you still have all this unbaked flour. I really hold there's no kshash for this. I'm not, I don't have enough gaiva, my shoulders, to argue directly on the chsam seifer. I assume that flour, it's not as big of a hefzid. You haven't baked it yet. Therefore, I'm saying don't, don't, don't bake, don't bake the leftover flour. Okay, so Lamaisa the Arach Laner is he has a question on this some cipher. He's certainly make over the Yavet. Well, look at Chila. He said, "Listen, some cipher Kfar Hoyer Zakin." The Gemara says, "You know, the, the older generation already asking. I'm not going to argue with them." Now he concludes here. Vim Yecholim Latzisi Dechayvas Matzah Shel Mitzvah Belele Pesach BeMatzah Sa'afuyos Mikemach Zeh Mikemach Zeh. What if now you want to know? Can you? Uh, can you can you be yotze your mitzvah with such matzos? He's just gonna say it depends. It's totally im yesh tam dogon baem olav like the shulchan aruch he quoted before in tufnin gimel when you mix wheat flour with corn flour. Be yotze your mitzvah if you can taste it. And again, assuming you this is a big machlekes. The next thing I'm going to say, but we're gonna say that as soon as um assuming that um there's kazayis bechdechilas pras of the wheat flour. So assuming you have that and it tastes like wheat, so then, then, then that, that, will, that will be the same halach over here. He says, You know, your question that you wrote to me, says Binyan Sin, it's not clear. You didn't tell me if, what the tastes are like. Therefore, I have a problem with this line. If they taste exactly the same, like all your other matzos, so then, then you're going to be yotzeg. But if it tastes a little different than all your standard matzos, then you're not yotzeg. This to me is a chiddush gadol va'atzam ma'ayd. If you look in the Mishnayos and Chala, nobody says like this, or at least nobody makes any mention. If you read the Shulchan Shulchanar, he quoted Shulchanar on the previous page. Halfway through the paragraph, he said, "Ha'ose isa menachitim mina ores im yesh ba'tam dagan adam yotzei ba'yidei chavasa pesach." What is that supposed to mean? If, if there's tam dagan, Aruch Lanier's understanding. But it has to taste exactly the same like your standard dog on matzos. That's what he's saying. But that's not that's not the general. That's not normal in order of tzach. It's not normal reading of the words. Tam dogon means do you taste? Is the tam achitim nirgash Can you taste the wheat? If you can't taste the wheat, then it's bottle. You can't tell me that it's there. But it doesn't mean that it has to taste exactly the same. Just get it that the binyan scene to me is tzachin bottle. Because it doesn't doesn't seem like that from any of the places in Hilchas Chala or here in Hilchas Pesach. I looked around; nobody says such a thing like this. Um, to me, he's saying, and he's saying it just like Klachayah, like Dover Pasha, that it has to taste the same as the other matzahs. 
and that's of Shah the Mishnah, Tan Dagat. Again, the Paiskin, the Rishayim are dealing with over there. Is there Kazai's Bechneyachil's process? Is there no Kazai's Bechneyachil's process? I don't understand. Take any quiche, any kugel, you have a Kazai's Bechneyachil's process, a flower there, it doesn't taste like matzah. If that's all there is, Kazai's Bechneyachil's process, it's not going to taste like matzah. I mean, it's, it's, there's, there's the majority of ingredients are, are things other than wheat. How could you tell me that, that that's only talking about when it tastes like wheat? That means a Chiddush. Well, I can't, I can't, I can't wrap my head around this. Um, okay, so tzarich, tzarich, you know, but but Lamaisa, we 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 finished the chiddush on cipher. I think we've seen what's, what what we've needed to see. Uh, we've we've uh, hopefully um, just in, in summation over here. We've uh, we have a deeper understanding of what what of what, what kidneyus is. Um, corn's kidneyus, buckwheat's kidneyus. Kidneyus is mutter to have in your house over Pesach. even if it falls into your food. So then it's uh, it's bottle barov, we said. Um, hopefully, Baruch Hashem, we don't, we don't have to come onto this some cipher. We should never come onto this some cipher. But if you're ever out stranded on an island and all you have is corn, um, you'll pull this chuvah some cipher, I'll have your back pocket and say, hey, I can make corn matzahs as Pesach. Because again, that's another Yusai that we we're hopefully not familiar with. That kidneys, if it's dealt with in the same way as wheat, you can still have it on Pesach. You made matzahs out of kidneys, it's 100% mother. It can't be more chomer than wheat. Okay, Yashar Koyach, everyone. And hopefully next week, um, if I'm able to, let, let's try to shoot. We'll try to do another tshuva uh, as we get closer to Pesach. Koyach. Koyach. Okay, Yashar Koyach. Have a great week, everyone.